Welcome to All Things Cardio-Oncology. My name is Steve Caselli. I'm the Executive Director of ICOS. On November 10th and 11th, a number of ICOS friends and colleagues attended the American Heart Association in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And there we had an opportunity to speak with them about how the AHA was addressing cardio-oncology at the meeting this year. There might be some background noise in these episodes because we're recording live in the hall, but other than that, I know you're going to enjoy these episodes, so thanks for joining us. So we're at the American Heart Association meeting in Philadelphia, and I'm here with my friends Dan Lenahan and Joe Carver, and we were uh, happy to talk with Joe a little bit about the Cardio-Oncology Journal today. Hi, I'm Joe Carver. I'm the Executive Director of ICOS. I want to thank our sponsors for this webinar. <laughs> well played, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> no, so we, uh, yeah, we, we're, we're excited to be in Philadelphia, which is, of course, Joe's hometown. So he gets to uh, tell us all the secret in and outs of getting around in Philadelphia, but maybe he'll tell us about that later. But one thing that we've been wondering about is how do you see the journal cardio-oncology continuing to influence the field? Uh, I think that the amount of influence that has happened in the last few years has really been uh, rising dramatically. So I don't know, what what do you have to say about about that journal? Yes, so the cardio-oncology journal was actually the first dedicated cardio-oncology journal um, we're, I guess, in our eighth or ninth year. Um, it's taken a long time to really get a foothold. Uh, we're PubMed uh, listed, and uh, we, ha- we do have an impact factor. And uh, the number of manuscripts that we receive increases yearly uh, to, I would say, about 150 to 200 manuscripts a year. Wow, that's really impressive. And I know that, you know, this is definitely something that you started from scratch. And uh, I know that you've had other other people that have helped you, but I know that the, the yeoman's part of the work came from you. But I, I think your other colleagues that are great friends of ours are Steve Lipschitz and... Giorgio Minotti. Yeah, so the three of us um, actually um, came up with the idea at an MD Anderson Heart Cancer in the Heart program. Um, we sat in the back room and uh, talked about it, and it really only happened because of Steve, because Steve had connections uh, um, with the publisher and, uh, uh, and took the lead and made it happen. So he's the editor-in-chief. Giorgio and I are the deputy editors. The reality is that, um, as Dan said, from the standpoint of like the workhorse, I, for some reason, I get most of the most of the work. But Steve's the editor in chief, and um, his um, standing in the world of pediatrics and cardio oncology has really been a major uh, effort, you know, major benefit. And it, you know, Dan knows that we had a period where. Uh, the publisher wanted to close us down. I mean, it was, uh, we were getting not that many manuscripts, and they didn't think it was viable. And Steve really went to bat to, to make it happen. So 
but now um, we are expanding and uh, and it's thriving and I it's not going to go away. No, and I've been really impressed. You know, uh, Steve has been sending out the you know highlights of the different publications in the journal roughly about every quarter it seems uh, and the quality and the and significance of the publications have just risen dramatically it seems to me in the last year or two has really changed quite a bit is, is that what you think or yeah so you know, sometimes I, I read a manuscript and I go, like, why did they send it here? It could have gone to, like, <laughs> not a real journal, but like a, a high-impact journal. So, yeah, I think that we've developed a niche and, uh, and we're viable. And, and I think that we make a contribution to the field. And the fact that there are enough dedicated articles for two two dedicated journals uh, says a lot about about the field and about ICOS because I think that forget the journals that without ICOS there wouldn't cardio-oncology wouldn't be where it is today no that's certainly true and I think uh, ICOS wouldn't be where it is today if Steve hadn't come along so we're very uh, very happy about that I will say that you know I even just a few years ago when somebody would ask me you know okay I got this study and I've written it up and uh, you know where do you think I can send it I I would you know have a hard time figuring out where appropriate cardio-oncology manuscripts could go but now I really have no hesitation whatsoever I think that there's a lot of good quality manuscripts that are coming from places that maybe they haven't had, you know, decades-long history of publications, but they're trying to contribute to the science and in the practice of cardio-oncology, and, you know, they should be given a, a, a valid opportunity to, to have a really a high-level publication, and I think there's no doubt in my mind that cardio-oncology has done that. And uh, I really congratulate you on all those efforts for those things. Yes, I'll make an analogy. An analogy to, uh, to something at Penn. 20-some years ago, uh, we got a, a large gift and started the Abramson Family Cancer Research Institute. Uh, and brought in a bunch of new investigators to Penn. Um, but the, the major thrust of that was that um, there was money to do new research and unique ideas that could never get published, that could get, never get funded by the major organizations. So that to do the legwork and then have data to do a big study um, really paid off enormously. And honestly, Cortez came out of that. Carl June was one of the people who came, and the original funding for that came from the Institute, and um, you, you know where that is today. So the journal is like pretty much the same thing. I mean, um, recognizing that we were not established and um, we were really a place for an outlet for young investigators and young cardiologists and, and writers to uh, begin 
to find a home for stuff that would never get published in other places. So that's where how we started, and and uh, and that's paid off because now those people are mature and they send us send us manuscripts that they might have you know sent to to Jack or to the American Heart, the Journal of the American Heart Association, whatever. Yeah, I think that this it really was uh, sort of a leap of faith that that you would put this kind of effort into something and that it would grow in the way that it did so I really thank you for that and I think it's it's really a tremendous asset at this point <laughs> no less a leave in face that you had in starting uh, cardio oncology as a as a subspecialty right and getting you know going from the, the cancer heart partnership to to ICOS well I think uh, if you surround yourself with good friends and good people then things will happen right <laughs> right all right well thank you so much joe we really appreciate your thoughts and especially your efforts in this area and uh we we look forward to yes yeah, so just let me finish by saying that that the journal really is the official journal of of icos and we really appreciate that and i think that's helped us a lot also yeah, and we'll put in the show notes a uh, note on where you can submit manuscripts as well. So, thank you. For more information about ICOS, you can go to ic-os.org, where you'll find more information about all of our programs, including our weekly webinars, our board certification exam, and other resources that we know you'll find helpful. Thanks for joining us today, and we hope to hear from you soon.